everyone, welcome to another episode of High Stakes with Steve Rosenberg. I'm your host, Steve Rosenberg, where I talk about real life, real business, and more importantly, real situations. Now, unless you've been living under a rock, it's pretty safe to say that we all know the economy is not the same that it was six months, 12 months, or even two years ago. The economy, how it was pre-COVID, during COVID, and now post-COVID, keeps changing. A lot of people seem very surprised by the fact that the economy keeps changing. But the reality is, is the economy, the market, your business, it's really never the same. I mean, think about it. You assume it's the same and you take a small snapshot in time. And unless you've been in business that's gone through cycles, you pretty much know that business changes all the time. I mean, you know, in the seasons, you've got summer, you got fall, you got winter, then you got spring, and then you got summer again. So after fall, you're really not surprised that you're going into winter because you know that's the way the cycles go. Well, business follows the same kinds of cycles. You've got summer, you got fall, and then you got winter. And guess what? We're going into winter. How long is winter gonna be? I don't know. Nobody knows. How bad is it gonna be? Don't know. I do know that some places and some markets and some entities will suffer more than the other ones. One thing I do know that, how do you know that your business is actually suffering? Now, I know some people, like my friend Bradley, he talks about, hey, you know what? This could be the best opportunity for you and your business. You don't really know. And unless you start asking yourself those questions of how can I be successful? What can I do to be different? Well, then you fall by the way of being the loser, the victim, the person who's always complaining, all that stuff. But there are going to be people that are very successful. Now, how do you measure success of your business, right? There is a way to measure it. It's not your gut feelings. It's not emotions. It's not reactions. It's called metrics. So metrics are a way to measure how your business is doing. So I'll give you an example. They have what's called KPIs. What are KPIs? KPIs are key performance indicators. Key performance indicators are the way that you can measure how your business is doing. So let me give you an example. Let's say that you walk into a sporting event, any kind of sporting event, anywhere in the world, and you look up at the scoreboard. And when you look up at the scoreboard, you can see the score of who is winning. You can see who's losing. You can see who uh, has more penalties, more fouls, and how much time is left in the game. You don't even need to know what sport is actually being played on the field to get an idea of who's doing good and who's doing bad. Scoreboard is the KPI for the sport. Now, my question, my question to you is what's your scoreboard? Do you have key performance indicators in your business that tell you if you're winning, if you're losing, how much time is left in your game? All the things that are vital for you to know how you're doing, you don't even know. Most people have no idea they don't know anything about their marketing. They don't know anything about their sales, operations, or accounting. There's no measurement. They go off their gut feelings. Maybe they go off their bank register or their account balance at the end of the month. They don't know if marketing is working, sales is working, operations, or accounting. They have no idea. So let me give you an example. If you were to take your business and you were to divide it into four sections, okay? And if you don't have a pen, I would suggest you write this down. There's four sections in a business. Well, there's really five, but I'm gonna tell you about four. You have marketing, 
which basically makes the phone ring, okay? Then sales answers that phone. And when they close that person and convert them to a client, then you have operations. Finally, accounting pays everyone, okay? Now, the fifth one that I don't really talk about much is HR and IT. So most smaller businesses don't have to deal with HR and IT, and maybe they just sub that out. So let's just talk about the four models right now. You've got marketing, sales, operations, and accounting. So for marketing, each department should have somewhere between three to five metrics, okay? These are KPIs for each department. So for marketing, you may wanna say, okay, well, how many people are calling us each month? When I say call, they're either clicking on a link or something like that. And how many should we be having? So there's a difference of how many are calling and how many should be calling, okay? And where are they coming from, right? So you can go back and you can start tracking. Then every time that phone rings, there's a cost for that. It's called a marketing cost. It's called a lead acquisition cost, right? What does it cost every time that phone rings? Because despite what you may think, every time that phone rings, there is a cost. You may not know what that cost is, but I guarantee you there's a cost. So you've got to identify what that cost is. Then once the phone rings, does sales answer the phone? So now once that phone rings, it goes to sales. Is sales actually answering that phone call? That's a metric, okay? The, the phone rang, or you know, people put in online forums, we'll just say phone ringing, because I'm a little older. Um, but somebody raised their hand 50 times this month to talk to us, okay? How many times did we actually respond to that person? It should be matching, right? You would agree. But many times it's not, because salesperson's busy, salesperson's lazy, salesperson's not interested, all these reasons, right? But if you are saying we had 50 people reach out to us, how many people did we get back to? Well, maybe the answer is 50. We talked, 50 called, 50 answered. But if the answer is 20, maybe it's 10, maybe it's five, well, you don't have a marketing problem, you have a sales problem. Now, if you look at the sales problem, now you gotta ask yourself, do we have a sales system problem, meaning is there a problem with the funneling to the salesperson, or do we have a salesperson problem? So it's either a system problem or it's a person problem. But you wouldn't know that until you identified how many people are calling and how many people are coming through. Salesperson could say, oh, these leads are horrible. Nobody, they're, they're no good. Well, how would you know? You only contacted five out of the 50 for this month. So I'm not sure you can identify that. Now, they may say, I called 50, only five answered. Okay, then maybe we need a better funneling system. But unless you put a metric on there, you don't know. Then of the 50, let's say you talk to, let's just say 25 you talk to, and of the 25, how many appointments were set? Or how many people did you close? Well, I had 50 call, I talked to 25, and I got 20 appointments, okay? So now you're watching the funnel. Now, you may not know what you should be doing until you've run the numbers a couple times. Once you've run the numbers a few times, you may now know, okay, that's the number. It should be 50% we get a hold of. Of that, maybe you know 75% we set appointments with, and then maybe we close 15% of those. Now, I can tell you right now that the number that you think you're closing and the number percentage-wise that you are closing are probably much different. Whenever I talk to salespeople, they're always telling me, oh, I close 80%. Bullshit, you do not close 80%. That's what you think. But when you actually look at the numbers of how many people reached out, how many people you talked to, how many people you closed, it's nowhere near what they thought. Now, every business is different and maybe you are special and you are this mythical salesperson that no one else could emulate, but typically they're not going to be 80%.
Then once you have the salesperson, it goes to operations. Now the operations has to process the transaction. If it's a service, what kind of service are you giving? If it's a product that you're selling, how are you selling the product? Now what's important to understand when it comes to the sales cycle, you wanna know how long does it take from the time somebody reaches out to you to the time you close that client and get money? What is that cycle time? The more that you can compress that cycle time, the more money your business can make because you can shorten the time that it takes to actually get the revenue for the client. Now, when you have operations, the best thing to do is, in my opinion, you wanna grade these clients, A through D. And I've talked about this in other videos, but a D client is someone who's cheap. They take up a lot of time and every time the phone rings, you're like, fuck, another one. That's a D client. You need to learn to get rid of your D clients. Fire your D clients. Then you have the C's. The C's are either cheap or they take up a lot of your time, but not normally both. It's one or the other. C's are okay, they pay the bills, they're not the best people in the world you like to deal with, but they're okay. Next, you have the B clients. Now, the B clients, they're actually the silent majority. They're the ones that you don't hear from, they pay the bill, they buy the service, they're quiet, and they just kind of go on about their way. They don't bitch about the pricing, they don't complain about anything, they just do their thing. Those are Bs. A's, now A's are the ones that are just like the B's, except they refer people to you. They're evangelical, they're raving fans, they tell everybody about what you do. Now, there's two things you gotta do here, is you, marketing team, needs to look at those metrics and define the A's and the B's. You wanna find out what is their age bracket, what is their population, where do they live geographically, is there a gender specific, what income do they make? You really wanna identify who those A's and who those B clients are. Because now when you know that, you go back to the marketing department and that's the marketing message that you want. You want more A's and B's. Well, what problem did your business solve by being able to identify that to get that type of client because you wanna go back and find more of those. You don't want the C's and you don't want the D's. You want the A's and B's. So what message would resonate with the A's and B's and not the C's and D's? Because what you wanna do is <clears throat> you wanna figure out how do you become your B's to become A's? Meaning, how do you get those A's to refer more people to you? And how do you get that person to purchase more. Now maybe what you sell is a one-time thing. Uh, maybe it's two times, maybe it's three times. I don't know what you sell. However, you gotta make sure that you're getting people to buy over and over again because that brings your marketing acquisition cost down. So being able to metric that, the only way you're gonna know is by tracking that data. Also, how many of these clients don't buy from you again or maybe leave in the middle of the service? Meaning churn, you're churning them out the backside. What is the churn for your industry? Not every industry, despite how great you think you are, despite how great you think your product is, not everyone is gonna stick around the whole time. So you've gotta really think about, okay, what are we doing to keep these A's and B's to keep buying from us and not lose them because they got upset because sales or marketing promised something that ops, operations cannot deliver. Last, you've got accounting. Accounting is maybe how much revenue is coming in, uh, what's the balance sheet, what's it forecast. They're all data and numbers. How many people have we paid out, referral fees, all of that stuff. And all of this should come together in your KPIs, key performance indicators. 
I recommend, again, each department have somewhere between three to five KPIs that are the most important or the things that are on fire. So if it's important or it's on fire, you should be measuring it. Just because you're measuring it today may not be something that you need to measure three months or six months or a year from now. But if you need to measure it today, measure it today. If you need more metrics because something is really messed up, then create more metrics in that department. But don't keep them forever. If they're no longer important and you don't need to measure them that detailed, then decrease them. But you always should have metrics in your business. Every department needs to have metrics and they should be delivered to the boss. If you are the CEO or you are the boss, <clears throat> they should be delivered to you or they should be delivered to someone below you and you get reports. KPIs are a great way to understand how your business is doing without having to talk to anyone. Because the numbers and the datas in your business are what really tell the story. Not someone's gut feeling, not their emotions, nothing except the data and the numbers. And that's why you wanna make sure that you use that to your fullest advantage when you're working with your business. So remember, key performance indicators are vital. They're vital for your business to grow, to find out what you're doing right, and more importantly, stop doing what you're doing wrong. And if you can do this and you can get into the habit of making sure and make this a non-negotiable, everybody, everybody should be doing KPIs, key performance indicators all the time to make sure that we are definitely pushing everything out and we're getting everything that we need and the data is clear and present. Very, very important. So if you like this, make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe to High Stakes with Steve Rosenberg. Hopefully this helped you. If you are not doing metrics, please make sure you are. If you want a better detailed, just send me a message. I'm happy to answer and give you some details of how you can metric your company with key performance indicators. And don't forget, I've got my three-day business mansion mastermind, October 12th through the 14th coming up. This is going to be something you don't want to miss. If you are looking to grow you and your business, this is going to have Bradley, the Iron Cowboy, Dr. Kevin Elko, and Errol Allen. The link is in the bio if you want to know more about it, but this is going to be something. It's a very small, it's a very select group, but the people that come, it's going to change their life. So look forward to seeing you. Click on the link if you want to learn more about the mastermind and make sure you like and share this video out with other people. Steve Rosenberg, and we'll talk to you guys next time.